everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 387 of the show. This episode is all about culture. And this is actually a presentation I did for a company. Um, and I really like how I started off because a lot of you, I know, like to make excuses, not that you're doing it on purpose as to why your business isn't growing the way you want it to. And I hope that this kind of exposes that right off the bat. And then we can move on into the training, which is so important. So it's a longer episode because I'm actually using a PowerPoint. It was a really awesome opportunity that I got to coach and to train, which obviously I love to do. Um, speaking of, if you're ever looking for more coaching and training from me, couple options obviously my instagram obviously my facebook obviously my tiktok obviously the podcast my youtube as well and then the other thing that is if you would like me to train a sales team of yours of at least 100 people or more all you need to do it is free is email ask jesse lee at ask jesse lee like my name at gmail.com and we can get that set up and scheduled for you and your sales team today is a monday it is money monday and so today's review of the show you do have 24 hours to claim a hundred dollars i'll venmo it to you i'll paypal it to you i'll cash it to you. I'll send it to you. However you, you want it to be sent is going to be Ayla Susan B five stars. Jesse Lee is my absolute spirit animal. I'm actually low key obsessed with hashtag boss Lee. And if she's a disease that you can't, oops, um, oops. I'm actually low key obsessed with hashtag boss Lee. And if she's a disease that you just can't get rid of, like she always says that I am freaking infected. I followed this woman everywhere and get so much value day in and day out, be it on IG live tea time, getting a quick business tip or making assignments for my team to listen to these podcasts. Jesse Lee has undoubtedly impacted who I am as a human and the way I operate in this business as a leader. I love it. I appreciate you guys so much. And I hope you love this episode of the show. And if it sounded like my energy shifted a little bit during that intro, it's because Wookie, like, escaped from her leash, and I was still reading the review. Okay. But it ended up being fine. Wookie doesn't really do anything except for do a little nosy for, you know, her little Wookiness. So the other thing I was going to say is if you do love the show, or Wookie, you know, whatever, make sure you screenshot this, put in your stories, tag me, tag some friends. Let me know what your best tip and biggest tip you learned from this episode is. And then make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review if you've got the 90 seconds to do so. They do mean a lot to me. I appreciate them a lot. And that is how we scale the podcast. So love you guys. Appreciate you. I hope you love this episode of the show. With that, I want to start a culture training with that because what I will show you and what I will teach you and what I will train you, erase it from your head right now that it doesn't work where you live. Stop. Stop. There are people on this call and the only reason you're not making six or seven figures a year is because every time somebody in a different country teaches you something, this is such a real thing, you go, ah, well, that works in America, but that doesn't work in Austria. Oh, that works in America, that doesn't work in the Netherlands. Oh, that works in America, that doesn't work in Belgium. That works in America, that doesn't work in Norway. That works in America, that doesn't work in Sweden. That doesn't work, that works in America, that doesn't work in Mexico. That works in America, that doesn't work in the Philippines. That works in America, that won't work in Australia. That won't work in New Zealand. That won't work in China. That won't work. You know what? If you keep saying it won't work, you know who's right? You. You're turning your business into a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you know what I do in situations like that to retrain culture is I just start recruiting those people in those countries. <laughs> I'm like, it really, really, really? It doesn't work in Spain because I just recruited this person from Spain and 
all my scripts, all my systems, all my stuff, and they're crushing. So, like, is it an Espana problem or is it a Ua problem? Like, which one is it? Okay? Like, guys, it works. So, at any rate, now that I've, like, thrown that out there, I'm really excited to train you guys on culture because culture, to me, is king. Culture is freaking king, baby. I pride myself on this, okay? Fraser Brooks is one of my best friends. Hopefully y'all love him. If you don't, well, you know, then we have a problem. But uh, anyway, culture's king. Culture's everything. Culture is how you retain your business. Culture is how you sustain your business. Culture is how you scale your business. Culture is how you literally, basically do everything in business. So I am so technologically challenged, okay? I must not be German. But what I am going to do is I'm going to try to share my screen and I am going to try to show you my keynote presentation. It may or may not work. It may or may not work, but we are going to try our hardest, okay? Sir, I'm so bad at this. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're gonna get there. Hold on. I gotta like find. <laughs> Look, you guys. I mean, it's kind of charming how bad I am at technology, right? I have too many windows open. It's like actually confusing me. So <laughs> I thought I was prepared, and then like I literally was not. So we're just gonna we're gonna close this one, and then we're gonna open this one. <laughs> it's gonna be. This is great. Okay. Anyone else bad at, um, bad at, at this kind of stuff? Okay, here we go. So I said culture is king, however, or whatever, whatever I wrote, whatever the words are that I wrote on here. Content is king, however, culture is queen. So, um, first and foremost, this is me crying. This is what I do a lot of. I do a lot of crying. Are there any emotional leaders on the line? Like, Anyone who relates to that, like you're just kind of the crybaby sometimes. I mean, I'm like the crybaby all the time. Now I can't see the chat. This is terrible. Oh God, I see 99 plus and I can't do anything. Anyway, so content is king, culture is queen. So uh, this is when our team, I actually put on a team event. We had people from all over the world come and they surprised me. Um, I'm Hawaiian for those of you who don't know. Um, with hula dancers, it was a, a tribute to my Nana who raised me and she had passed away. So anyway, here is one of my key lines you've got to write down, you've got to understand, you've got to let inside you. Culture is happening whether you create it or if you let someone else create it for you. So what do you want your culture to be? You have to decide this. Now let me explain something to you. I'm gonna like go between in and out of like screen sharing for you guys, okay? Let me explain something to you. There are a lot of you on here who need to understand something. Okay, when I say your culture is being created, if you're not creating it, I really mean that. Something I've been trained in a really long time, I want to give it to you because you're the accelerators. Take the time to write out what the core values of your team are. Write it down. What are the core values of your team? team. What do you want your team to be known for? This is so important because if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for everything. This will help you with recruiting. This will help you with sales. This will help you with scaling your business. This will help you with getting people to do more, be more, become more. I'll explain. As an example, the number one core value of our team is one word. 
empathy. Empathy. Everything in my business runs back to empathy. Runs back to, I see you. Runs back to, okay, I know right now it's difficult for you. Let's talk. Runs back to, hold on a minute. Tell me your story. Tell me your trauma. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what it's like to be you. I mean, you have no idea what's going on in your team if you don't have some kind of empathy in your business. I did an interview with Tiffany Beverly. She's a network marketing trainer as well. She's been on Eric's stages before. And she said something. She said, here's one of the biggest problems I see in network marketing. One of the biggest problems I see in network marketing is that people turn into a, um, oh, what was the word she used? A vacuum, basically. Their team is a vacuum that looks exactly like them, talks exactly like them, walks exactly like them. Where it becomes a part, uh, an echo chamber, that's what she said, a giant echo chamber where everyone looks the same. Everyone talks the same. Allowing everyone who is there for an other to not fit in. Now, don't you think that might be affecting your business a little bit if people from the outside are looking at your team and going, I can't be part of that. What do I got to be a freaking Stepford wife to be part of her team? Oh my God, do I have to be uh, perfect and skinny and and uh, tall and blonde and uh, you know big butt? I don't know, I'm making stuff up, right? To be on her team. What do I have to already, do I have to come from money in order to, to be successful on that team? Do I have to put, fill in the blanks? Look at your team. Do you have an echo chamber where everybody looks like you? Do you want to know one of my favorite parts of our organization? My favorite part is there's everything. I attract everyone because I talk so openly about everybody fitting in. You're black, you're safe here. You're Mexican, you're safe here. You're Asian, you're safe here. You're gay, you're safe here. You're straight, you're safe here. You're rich, you're safe here. You're poor, you're safe here. You feel ugly, you're safe here. You're old, you're safe here. I do a frontline training every single week. These are personal recruits, right? Which, by the way, write that down. Start doing trainings on your frontline only. Jesse Lee's giving you all kinds of little tips inside the tips. Make sure you're paying attention, okay? I do this frontline training every week. And I open that call, and it's the freaking rainbow. Men, women, people, well, I don't even know all the terms I'm trying to learn. The binary, non-binary, this, that, the, whatever. I love you. And as soon as I started saying, I don't know what it's like to be you, will you please talk to me about what it's like to be you? My business exploded. And if every decision that I make in my leadership runs back to empathy, runs back to tell me what it's like to be Daniel. Tell me what it's like to be Andres. Tell me what it's like to be Kimberly. Then everything explodes because people will build in a culture in which they feel safe. And it is up to you to uphold that integrity. And I don't see it very often in network marketing. And so it would upset me if I came on this training. and I didn't start with something like that. Because that is so true to who I am. 
allowing a safe place for everybody to come. And can you be that leader? Yes. Can you be the person who says, I have no idea what it's like to be you? Can we get on the phone? Can you talk to me about what it's like to be you? Because I don't know what it's like to be. I don't know, guys, think of the politics right now. I don't know what it's like to be an Asian in America right now, but um, it's a problem. Or maybe you say, I don't know what it's like to be a black man in America right now. Can you call me and talk to me about that? Sometimes I think people think network marketing is just business. I think people think business is just business. But for me, I've ran my entire business off of listening. Off of heart. Off of tell me what it's like to really be you. And when you do that, when you do that, the magic really starts to happen. And that, to me, that is culture. So what are the words? That is like one of your number one assignments today. You need to write down, whether it's three words or five words, whatever, three words or five words. And of course, you can do the, you know, you can do whatever you want on social media to figure it out, whatever. You can talk to your team, blah, blah, blah. What are the words that are going to start defining the culture that you want to build? It doesn't need to be the same thing as me. What does frontline mean? Frontline are my personal recruits. Okay, I do a call every week for my personal recruits. All right, that's what that means. All right, let's keep sharing the screen. So, all right, how do I make this screen big again? Oh, for heaven's sake. Here we go. All right, so, all right, so what matters to you? When someone thinks of your team, what do they think about? So I already told you, kind of determine your vision. This is back to your core values. Again, a lot of mine are around love, come as you are. Uh, I have a very family-oriented culture. And excellence is a word that I love to use because I am a big believer in, okay, this is another one you need to write down, stop celebrating your minimums as if they are your maximums. Say it again. Stop celebrating your minimums as if they are your maximums. So Eric always talks about core rank, right? Well, how many of us are really out there like barely, we're the leaders and we're barely hitting core rank every month. That's not excellence. Excellence is stretching yourself. Excellence is saying, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm capable of. That's where I'm going. And if you hold people to a low level, they will hit the low level. If you hold yourself to a low level, you will hit the low level. So instead of all of that, can we hold ourselves to excellence if that is something that aligns culturally with you? That aligns very culturally with me and I build everything around that. So it starts with you. Oh my God, look at all these European flags. Oh my God, I told you guys. I just warned you, didn't I? I tried to warn you. I love Europe. Oh my God. Oh my, okay, okay, I'm digressing. Okay, so anyway, it starts with you. People are watching you. They're watching what you do. So this is some of the, this, I'm gonna explain all of this. First and foremost, I do what I say I'm gonna do. I do what I say I'm going to do. So if I say I'm coming to a town near you, I'm coming to a town near you. So top left-hand photo, these are some Brits. I don't know if any of you are British on the call. These are all people from uh, from the UK. Uh, I said I'm coming. 
I set up a meeting. I'm coming to town. And I came to town. I am a big fan of branding the team. This is big for culture. So if you see, I send out pens. I send out gifts. The blender bottle. Gifts, 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 gifts. You can see some of their shirts on, right? All this stuff. This is not company. Nobody's wearing a company thing. These are team. Team swag. Team swag. Well, in Louis Vuitton swag. I run a lot of contests. Why? Because excellence is a core value. I celebrate excellence. So I shop and then I give back to the team to support the excellence. Okay. Now, wow. You got to wow people with your culture. How are you different? What's making you stand out? People join people, not businesses. So let me explain what's happening in this photo. This is a girl um, in my business. She is a personal recruit of mine. When I recruited her almost four years ago, she had never recruited anybody. (laughs) She had 12 failed network marketing businesses. I'll say that again. 12 failed network marketing businesses. And she came to me sobbing in my arms about how she was broken, how she can't keep struggling, how, um, you know, this is clearly not the kind of business for her. And this is her last chance. And I said, look, uh, this is different. We're gonna, we're gonna pace this at the speed of love. You're going to feel really good about your business uh, and I'm going to love you where you are. So if you sell a box of product or if you sell a million boxes of product, you are safe here to grow where you need to grow. Now, hear what I just said. That's absolutely culturally aligned with everything I told you as part of my culture. Okay, so I had a conversation with this like with like this with her almost four years ago. This photo is almost a year ago now where she is actually hitting one of the top ranks in the entire company in my house. So I brought her down to my house. Uh, she did not know. I made her log out of her back office, blah, blah, blah. She, she was hoping, you know, and we were pushing her whole team, la, la, la. She ended up being one of the top recruiters on our team. She's one of the top earners on our team. Um, and this is just me celebrating with her. I don't know if there's any other photos of this moment in this, in this slide deck, but then, I, then we sob in each other's arms, la, la, la. But she joined me, not the business. Just like your people are joining you, not the business. You think they're joining the business. They're not. They're not. They're joining you. So how are you making people feel? How often are you talking to people? Here's another assignment. I'm getting another assignment. Eric likes assignments, okay? Here's another assignment. Every day this week, I want you to message. I don't know how big your teams are, okay? So it's up to you, I guess. But I'm going to say five, okay? Every day, I want you to message five people on your team. And I just want you to ask them. Here you go. Here's your assignment. Ask them to tell you about themselves. Hey, Brittany, tell me about you. I just want to know. What do you mean? Everything. I just want to know who you are. Hilda, tell me, who are you? I don't know everything about you. Greg, who are you? Tell me everything about you. You're literally going to catch them. Like, they're going to be like, what? 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 Why does Mick want to know who I am? Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. The more you know about people, the more you can allow them opportunities to shine. 
I do not stifle this woman. I do not stifle anybody on the team, as a matter of fact. But I consistently allow these people to shine in their gift zones. The only way you find out somebody's gift zone is if you get to know what their gift zones are. So how many of you, let me know in the chat, how many of you are committed, I want to know, committed to reaching out to at least five people a day? I'm looking. I'm looking in the chat. I want to see. All right. Milani is, Bill is, okay, 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 accelerators, y'all are serious about getting your money back, I like this, I like this, okay, y'all are great, y'all are great, okay, look, if you feel like you already know them, great question, I want you to message them and say, tell me something about you that only like a handful of people know and see what they say. Or you could be like cute about it. You could be like, tell me like, tell me a secret about you. Tell me a secret. I want to know a secret. Okay. And if you don't have a team yet, do it with your customers. You'll probably have a team pretty soon. If you start showing your customers how much you actually care about them. Kind of cool concept, right? Because people do business with people they know, people they like, people they trust. All right? Okay. All right. All right. Is this valuable? Is this valuable? Am I boring you? I don't know. I don't feel like I'm being boring. So, you know, I just want to do like a, like a energy check. You know, we're 33 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Emma Tia. See, she just knows I love those Brits. All right, here we go. Here we go. I love seeing my friends on here. I was totally kidding. I'm known. I know I'm not boring. Oops, I think I shared the wrong screen. So hold on a second. Off to a bad start again. Here we go. What's the next one? Okay, this is what I was looking for. Okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. Boop. Okay, so this might just look like a, you know, egregious photo of, of, of me in Hawaii or whatever. No. Okay. I want you to look at the hands. All right. You're going to see this in a couple of photos. I'm not telling you, you need to create gang signs for people. All right. But I am telling you, I created gang signs for my people. All right. So we have slogans, which I'll talk about in a minute. We have gang signs. We, of course, run incentive trips, etc. So this is a crown. Okay. In photos, anytime we do a group shot, we go crowns up and we all throw up the crown. Okay. So that's literally what's going on in this photo. Um, but you want to you like symbolism is a real thing. Okay. Symbolism is a real thing. Drop it in the chat if your company has a company logo. Just drop like yes in the chat if your company has a company logo. Well, why do you think your company has a company logo? Your company has a company logo because it creates association. Okay. All right. So do you, oh my God, here we go again with the Europeans. It's like I'm obsessed. I just, I can't help myself. What the hell is that hat? Oh my God, it's a union jack. All right, so do you want to make your culture the best? Here you go. I already told you about this. You've got to appreciate your team for who they are and what they do. One of my biggest pet peeves in network marketing is this concept currently of recruit up. What is recruiting up? 
I don't, I'm, I'm like, it could, it physically makes me feel ill. You're trying to tell me that somebody else is more valuable than somebody else. Well, then I want to give you like a little, um, nudge in what I believe to be the right direction since this is my accelerator hour. <laughs> this is what you're going to get. Okay. Listen, uh, I am pretty confident in saying that in 2021, there's probably nobody in network marketing who wouldn't like me to be their personal recruit. Okay. I would like to also take you back to 10 years ago when I lived in a basement and I had no friends and I couldn't pay rent and Nobody offered me a network marketing opportunity. I was a sifted and sorted Google search that got dumped under a local recruit in a back office of my first company. Nobody talked to me. Nobody. Nobody thought I was popular enough or whatever the issues are because I think everybody's out there was out there training recruit up, recruit up, recruit up. Well, What if you start to encourage people and you find their skill sets and you allow them to develop and you coach them and teach them and train them and mentor them and then they turn into somebody like a Jesse Lee? I just want to say that because if you only appreciate your big leaders, you are wrecking your culture or you're deciding that's the culture of your team. That's your choice. The culture of a team that I like to run? No. Inclusivity inclusivity not exclusivity inclusivity it's not that everybody gets the same incentive trips it's not that everybody gets the same gifts period it's not that everybody gets the same attention because it's impossible but I will tell you do you spend the time appreciating people where they are appreciating the person who's never sold anything and they sold their first product and they're celebrating do you teach them to celebrate write that down If people aren't celebrating even a trial sale on our team, I'm like, what are you doing? You have to celebrate the trial sales. These are so exciting. Celebrate every win. Every win. Because it encourages people to do more. It allows people to want to collaborate more. Collaboration creates culture. It is not like, okay, so our team name is the Empire, okay? I, I just, if you're wondering what the crowns and whatever, it's called the Empire, okay? I have never said it's Jesse Lee's empire. (laughs) I've never said, welcome to Boss Lee's empire. Take a ticket. What the hell? No. Okay. It is our culture. It is what can we do together? It is what kind of incentives do you want to see? It is what kind of things are working for you? It is allowing other people to coach, other people to train, other people to step up. Collaboration is currency. You can learn from everybody. There's not a person on this call right now that I'm teaching to right now that couldn't teach me something. And I believe that. Now, I talked a little bit about this, but this is me over Schloss Neuschwanstein. I can't really say it, but it's in Germany and it's a beautiful castle. And these are a bunch of gorgeous Germans. Okay, so cultural imagery. Get a team name. Now, I just said this. Do not include your name. And if you currently have a team name that includes your name, assignment for you. Take your name out of it. Take your name out of it. I'm going to say it again. Take your name out 
of it. Your team will grow faster if you take your name out of it. I promise. Okay. Now pick an image. Okay. Something overall people can associate with. Like, I mean, guy, you know, so as an example, crowns work well because men and women wear crowns, right? Okay. So when you're thinking of things, whatever you want, diamonds, I don't know. Okay. Things that are, that are gender neutral tend to work a little bit better. All right. Uh, unless maybe you're in a company that only women can join or only men can join or whatever. Um, and you can, you, you don't have to be the creative behind this. So, um, Fiverr.com is great. They will make logos for you. Um, my logo is actually trademarked so nobody can steal it. I'm like looking for some, well, like, I don't know. All my swag has the, I don't have any swag on. I know you're not supposed to wear like company or team, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. But anyway, you get the point. This, my crown is my crown. I can't use it anywhere, but, uh, I trademarked it, but you can use fiverr.com to create some logos. Now here's like the long list of stuff. Okay. So, oh my God, I'm going to cry. Hold on a minute. Ah! Oh, I haven't looked at this. crying in the middle of a freaking accelerator what is my problem okay I warned y'all I warned y'all the emotional one. Oh my god I just can't look at the photos oh god okay ah oh god okay I can't be the only emotional person on the call I love our team so much it's unhealthy like I, I swear I feel like I'm their mother like a proud mom or something okay so uh this is me in Mexico with some of our Oh, gorgeous Mexicans. Then this is me in Italy this past summer. So, oh my God, can't even look at him with our gorgeous Italians. Okay, so I swear to God, this is terrible. I'm, am I the only trainer to cry? I hope not. I mean, I probably am. All right, so culture building. First of all, events. Okay, look, even during coronavirus craziness, um, first and foremost, <sighs> I've done a ton of online events specifically for our team. If you can't do anything in person, please at least do online events. Um, both of these photos are actually during COVID-19 and it was, we all were tested, tested multiple times. I think I was the only American in Europe <laughs> through the summer of 2020. I spent almost two months in Italy and Spain building our team, renting Italian villas, um, but nothing beats events. And I will tell you, um, it like seeing people again now, it just, my heart is so full. So again, make sure you get to events. There's just nothing, nothing like it. Um, cause you have moments like this, like I'm, I'm crying partially because I just, I miss them, but I love them so much. Like I feel like they're my, oh my God, I can't. Okay. So I really, I can't, this is the bad, this is a crappy training all of a sudden. Holy moly. All right. So, um, Next part of my, my culture building tip is be human and respond. Like I, this is me being human anyway, so I don't actually mind that I'm crying on a call with you, but how many of you are really not talking to your people? How many of you are really not getting to know them? Um, I have an Excel spreadsheet. Here's another assignment I'll give you guys, you leaders out there. Create a Your Favorite Things Google form. I just send a Google form out to my personal recruits. I find out their favorite things. So like I find out if they like, you know, silver or gold. I find out their favorite flowers. I find out their birthdays. I find out their partner's names. I find out their kids' names. I find out, you know, their shirt size, their shoe size, their favorite store to shop at, their favorite designer store that they would never shop at because it's too expensive. But if they didn't have to pay for it, maybe they would shop there. Um, 
I find out all kinds of stuff about them so that when they do achieve things, I can mail them gifts or I can get them gift cards to Amazon if they like Amazon or if they say they love Target, Target, or, you know, maybe they are, they love to eat at Chili's or whatever it is, right? Um, I think recognition is so important. I mail a lot of certificates. Um, I already mentioned logos and symbolism. Team retreats are back in swing for our team that we just had. There was just one in Florida this past weekend with one of our big leaders. These I love. These were both team retreats, actually. So the Mexicans had a had a retreat in Cancun that uh, we crashed. We jumped into the uh, cenotes and we did all the all the crazy stuff together. Um, but uh, tons of fun. So team retreats. I run a lot of incentives and contests. Now, when it comes to that, I don't have time to go through my incentive structure, but I will tell you guys, just take like 10% of your check. Okay. So if your check is a thousand dollars, like a hundred bucks, right? Like nothing crazy. Don't break the bank on incentives. Um, obviously my incentives are bigger because I'm, I don't, I don't know. I, are you supposed to say how much money you make? Uh, uh, probably not. So maybe I won't say how much money I make. But I make a lot of money. So um, I can do more with incentives. So please don't compare your team to my team, okay? Um, uh, swag, you get the point. I make phone calls still every day, just touching base with gratitude. Just quick little gratitude phone conversations, about 30 seconds. I still send welcome and recognition texts to everybody on the team. I still write handwritten cards. I still send birthday gifts and cards to leaders. Um, and then I still tour. So culture, again, it's it's what you are tolerating. It's what you are showing. You have to lead from the front. And this is just a small checklist of all the things that I make sure I do uh, to, to keep our culture where I want it to be. I think it's really, really, really important. And then also it allows you, the little line where I wrote, decide what you will allow, that goes back to your core values. And when you start to see somebody, Eric calls this the, um, like the behavior being a dragon, right? When you start to see dragon-like behaviors, it is your job then as the leader to kind of like beep, beep, back it up beep beep back it up right and kind of stuff those things down but if you're if you don't have your pulse on your team you're gonna have a really difficult time again scaling and seeing and getting ahead of issues I'm able to get ahead of issues way before they become issues and because I've created such deep relationships with people I'm able to pretty much fix any issues in the team and if you think about that your long-term retention of your team is much stronger. You're not going to have to rebuild those walls of Jerusalem as many times if you have good relationships with people. Okay. So again, just some like photos that make me happy. This was one of my Australia tours, top left-hand side. Uh, one of my Asian tours in the middle. Um, this is Germany on the top right in Munich. <laughs> uh, Germany again, that's Freiburg down on the bottom right. Um, that was one of our car earners in the bottom middle. She went from homelessness, joined me, and now is a car earner on our team, uh, a six-figure earner. And then just showing you some of the swag and stuff to again show you you know pop sockets are really really inexpensive you can make custom pop sockets really 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 inexpensively for your team and they love it then the team's branded um and then just little you know crowns and stuff obviously i mentioned our team um so again this is a, a this is switzerland this is a, a huge uh like a really fancy dinner i took people to australia again uh, another german tour as well i do a lot of german tours and then these two quick tiktoks really fast i want to show you because more of you probably need to have fun with your team. And that might 
sound weird coming from like one of the biggest leaders in all of network marketing, but like I have so much fun with our team. And I think part of my success is I have humanized myself. Does that make sense to everybody? Like some of you, I'm some of you don't know me on a personal level yet, so I might kind of like intimidate you, or you might see me and be like, "Oh my God, it's Jesse Lee." <laughs> okay, don't do that. Like, I mean, you can, it's fine, but like, I try to be so normal with our people because. I know what it's like to have a leader that you feel like you can never talk to or like you have to book an appointment to even say hi to them or get on the phone with them or whatever. Now to get on the phone with me is a little more difficult these days. My schedule's psychotic, but like I'm never unapproachable. And so ask yourself if you want to have the culture of a dictator, well then continue to be unapproachable. But Our whole team has my phone number. And the crazy thing is they don't abuse this. You know what I mean? Like, they don't abuse it because they respect it. So I want you to think about that. So, like, this is one of our big German leaders. And he was the one who introduced me to TikTok, actually. And he's like, let's do this little TikTok. I'm like, okay, let's do it. So we did that on a German tour. And then this was actually in Las Vegas. Bunch of different countries. times by um las vegas security to do that video so i really feel like we bonded okay so hold on a second i just want to see the chat because i haven't been able to see the chat in a little bit because i can't see it when i'm when i'm on screen so i just want to i want to take a glimpse at the chat really fast what is going on i think my whole my whole my whole life is falling apart over here with this technology okay hold on let's see yeah oh you guys are already talking you're still talking about the castle i love this oh this is so fun I was with handsome men in bathing suits in Mexico. That's why I was crying. Oh my God, I love you so much. Oh, geez. Yeah, I'm sweating over here. All right, okay, here we go. Okay, so um, you don't have to do those TikToks. I will tell you, um, my Mexican leaders had to teach me the dance. Okay, the dance was a little aggressive for my pelvis, but those Mexican boys really can get down with the pelvic thrusting. So I was like, okay, mom will learn. You just teach me. Okay, all right. I mean, they really, I don't know if you guys saw it. Like, I don't know if you examined it that quickly, but they were really getting it. So the Swiss were kind of like stuffy about it, but the German was willing to learn. Okay, so... (laughs) But those Mexicans, wow, okay, we have the Mexican pelvis movement, let me tell you. If you guys have a Mexican team, I just want, uh, probably like a Latin American team in general, just loosen your hips up before you visit them. Probably applicable in like Portugal, Brazil, probably applicable all through South America. Just loosen up the hips in Latin America before you go on tour, okay, because they're going to have you shaking things that you didn't know shook, okay? So that's just my opinion, but take my opinion because I've been there, okay? So loosen it up, y'all. Loosen it up. Someone warn Eric if he goes on tour in uh, Latin America, South America. He's going to 
He's going to need to work on those hips. Okay. All right. Back to the presentation. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Personal development is, is like second to none as well. Okay. So this is something that's helped scale our culture tremendously is, um, for sure. We do book clubs periodically, which I think are really awesome. So you can pick a book that maybe you're reading, do a chapter a week, touch base on it. Um, we just did, uh, like, I love Ryan Holiday. So we've just done Ego is the Enemy. Um, we've also done Stillness is Key before. I love, 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 love Ryan Holiday. We also just did Think Like a Monk as well with a um, with a select group Um so anyway, we have a team training schedule. This is very important. And I actually have a standard. So I will not start team training until there are 500 people on the call. Now, there's always way more than that now. So even as I train you on that, I feel like maybe I should up that number. But what is the number? What is the standard you want to set? And just again, I told you one of my core values is excellence. So on a team the size of mine, on our American call, uh, to not have... 800 people, we always have over 800, but like if we don't, do not have 800 people on it, I'm going to start to wonder where the standard of excellence is. And then I'm going to have to start calling in leaders, do more leadership training to reestablish the culture of excellence. Make sense? So, um, I always run leadership trainings every single week. I actually have two, one, here's an idea. This might help you guys out. Um, especially the bigger leaders on here, maybe, uh, one of them is an earned call. So for everybody who hit core rank, they go through a 12-week program with me where they are coached for 45 minutes every single Thursday um, on something higher level, something definitely not just here's a sales tip, here's a recruiting tip, here's a whatever tip, no, like deep stuff, like, like, good, like holy smokes training. Okay. Um, that's every single week for it's a 12 week program that they have to earn their spot in again, earn their spot in. You could do this however you want to. You could hand select people for me. Um, I make it something they have to hit and achieve. And then leadership training for all of our car earners we have, again, that's like a much higher leadership rank. Um, I have many of those people on our team. We also do an exclusive training weekly for that. Homework assignments are given out every single day on our team. This is a really cool idea that maybe you can start implementing. Every single day, our team gets homework assignments. So instead of them wondering, like, okay, most people are not entrepreneurs. Most people are employees. So don't treat an employee like an entrepreneur. So every day we give them, here's your, here's your assignments today. Do these assignments. Hey, you don't have to do them all, but here's your assignments. Um, and that really helps scale the business. And it also creates, again, that culture of excellence. Keeping more people around. Pretty simple if you ask me. Love people harder. I mean, I'm sniffly over here now because I literally cried in front of you. But know people's love languages. I already told you about the My Favorite Things. One of my favorite things to do, again, here's like another like really cool assignment for you guys. Um, Ask your leaders to fill out Amazon wish lists and put them in a Google Doc for you. So if you feel like buying them something, maybe they had a bad day, a good day, a great day, had a baby, you know, unfortunately maybe lost a baby, um, you know, uh, family like 
happy thing, family, sad thing, whatever. You have a wish list of things they actually want. You can buy gifts of things they actually want. Um, it also helps them when maybe people move and you're not buying random crap for their house, right? You can go on their Amazon wish list and buy them the hand towels they wanted or the pots and pans they wanted or whatever. It's just more personal. Um, we run campaigns to the lowest rank instead of the highest ranks. That's very different than a lot of people. But again, it's a cultural thing. We're trying to make sure everybody feels seen, everybody feels loved. Um, we collaborate a ton. Um, and again, I already mentioned tours to keep people. And then this is the photo of our team at our last event. This is almost two years ago now, which is so sad, coronavirus, but um, just our team. And our team at the time of this photo had just under 8,000 people on it. So at the time of this photo, our team had just under 8,000 people on it. And at a event in Texas, 811 people from 27 countries around the world uh, showed up and threw crowns up um, for all of us. And so it's, it's something so crazy to share with you because this photo was only um, about two and a half years in business. And I say that to you because I truly, truly believe that the impact of leading with culture and leading with love and leading with a vision of where you want to take people is really how you actually scale this business. I think not enough of us have the culture of acceptance and the culture of everybody matters. And if you start to really let it in your heart a little more, even those of you who are a little maybe hardened to whatever, uh, I really think you can scale your business to like places you never thought were possible. Because I I don't know when I met Eric. Um, I don't, I can honestly say, I, I don't think I ever imagined going from $30,000 a month when I met him um, to what I'm making now, which is, um, well, I'll just tell you, whatever. Uh, I make over half a million dollars a month right now in my company in three and a half years in this company. And I don't think that would have been possible if I didn't have a huge vision of where I wanted to take this. And you need to understand that I don't say anything to impress you. I say it because everything I teach is tactical. Everything I teach really works. Everything I teach is based so much on our team being the speed of the team, being the speed of the leader. And I don't ask anybody to do anything I won't do. And if I met him and I just shot up and I just did everything he said to do and I stopped allowing anything else to get in my way, so can you. I was just a, like literally, I was a poor girl that grew up in a country farming town in Maryland and now I have one of the biggest international businesses in the world. So I just say that to you because any of you can have it. You've got to get out of your head. You've got to get more into your hearts and start today. If you don't have a team, good. Because the culture has to start with you. You get to determine then today what the culture is that you want to teach people. You get to decide where you want your team to go. You get to be the one who determines how far and how fast and with whatever whatever values you want, right? Um, our team now has 27,000 uh, promoters. Coronavirus uh, exploded our business, quite frankly. So, um, all right. So I have two, I have one minute and I 